0: Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the power of words. Countless books, games, and movies are centered on the idea of magic. And it's fun to imagine what the world would be like if there was some mysterious force that could grant the user fantastical power. Part of the appeal of magic is how easy it seems. There are different rules and systems governing how magic works, but in the most popular stories like The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, or Dungeons and Dragons, It seems pretty simple. You say a few magic words and poof, all your wildest dreams come true. In these stories, people who use magic have the ability to create, destroy, transform, or really do anything just by speaking. Magicians, witches, and wizards give words power and in turn get their power from words. To be honest, that doesn't sound all that different from our relation to language in the real world. Has anyone ever given you a really meaningful compliment? One you held on to, maybe for years, and you've thought about over and over. That's powerful. What about the opposite? Sometimes we hear something we didn't want to, and it affects how we see the world and ourselves for some time. Yes, words certainly have power, and that power has the potential to help or to hurt. This has always been a concern for those who are trying to follow Jesus. James was a leader in the early church who wanted people who said they followed God to act like it. He knew that couldn't happen in the church unless the members could act and speak civilly with one another. In James 3, we get the explanation of just why it's so important to watch your tongue. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and also able to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. With just a few syllables, we have the ability to affect the world around us. It may seem magical, but in a very real sense, what we say has an influence over the people and circumstances of our lives. Because of that, if we're going to be followers of Christ, we need to recognize how we affect others, not only through our actions. But through words as well. In his Sermon on the Mount, the Lord gives a specific injunction to speak without hypocrisy. In other words, to say what we mean, but then do what we say. It's not hypocrisy to be trying to be better than we are, as long as we really are trying to live up to our words. It's very difficult to think someone is your neighbor or your brother or sister in Christ without translating that thought into words or actions. James is pretty insistent in his language on the need for Christians to bridle their tongue, largely because that's the only way the church can function. The Lord doesn't expect us to do it perfectly immediately, but he wants us to use the gifts he's given us to help others, including our words. There's a reason why James says the tongue, such a little member of the body, can start a great fire. That fire has the ability to warm or burn those around us. It's up to us to decide what to do with that power. And that's the good word.